Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm a yoga teacher, a coach, and most importantly, an astrologer. And that's why I come to you every week here in your podcast feed to let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on earth. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. Veronica here. What a time we are in. So much is happening. I apologize that it's been a minute since we've spoken. As you know, May was a little insane for me. I got married, then I went on my honeymoon. I got a couple of podcasts in there. But overall, I was really focusing on the personal side of my life, less the professional side of my life. But now I'm back in the swing. Yesterday was the first day that I got back to doing readings. I actually have one slot left on June 27th. So if you want to get a reading this June, go snag that spot. And of course, July is wide open and waiting for you. So lots is happening. It's really a moment where it feels like our mind is swirling. Everybody feels a little scattered, confused, uncertain, doubtful. If you're feeling any of those things, you are running with the pack right now. So don't stress if you feel like you're not sure what the next right step is. Remember, this is eclipse season. So eclipse season is always a time for stepping back and listening. Now, it's Gemini season as well because the sun is in Gemini. Mercury is retrograde in Gemini. So we want to talk a lot during Gemini season because Gemini rules our self-expression and it allows us to use our voice. This is a time each year when the sun is in Gemini that we actually want to talk and communicate and connect with our friends and our neighbors. Gemini rules not only our neighborhood, our local community, but also our siblings. Mercury in Gemini also rules children. So we are having a Mercury retrograde experience that might be bringing up a lot of memories from our childhood. I know personally, I'm having a lot of that happen right now. So this part of your chart that Gemini rules for you, for me, it's my second and third house. For you, it could be the ninth, the sixth, it could be the 10th, it could be the 12th. It depends on your rising sign. This is why it's great to get a reading so you get a real sense of where the planets are activating your chart and your natal planets. With that said, the Gemini part of your chart, if you know where that is, is really getting a full once over by Mercury being retrograde, by the eclipse. Really, this whole renovation of that Gemini house started back in May 2020. And that was when we had the first eclipse, or June 5th, 2020, we had the first eclipse on this Gemini Sagittarius axis for this particular series of eclipses. And now we are moving toward the end of this series because we're going to have the last eclipse on this axis for this series in December. A lot of the stuff that you're working with right now has been percolating since May, June, 2020. So if you feel like you are stuck in the same story or you feel like you're 
mulling over some of the same decisions, that would make sense because this part of your chart has been really activated. We had that Venus retrograde in Gemini for most of summer 2020, early summer 2020. And now we have Mercury retrograde there and all along several eclipses. So it's a lot. It's a lot for one part of your chart. It's a lot for any of those planets. If you are a sun and Gemini person, you've really been experiencing a lot. Um, Gemini is the ultimate multitasker. It likes to take in lots of information. It is curious. It is really interested in following different inspirations. So you might be feeling like you're struggling to commit to one thing. You're struggling to focus on one thing. That's okay. We also have Mercury in the long square with Neptune. Neptune is the planet that rules the fog, the haze, the ocean, the vast unknown. When we're talking about Neptune, we're talking about the subconscious. We're talking about our meditative state. We're talking about our dreams, our fantasies, our imagination. So when Mercury, planet of the mind and logic, is squaring Neptune, the planet of imagination, fantasy, and dreams, as you can imagine, the mind is kind of going all over the place, especially because both those planets are immutable signs. So Gemini and Pisces, Neptune's in Pisces, Mercury's in Gemini, as I mentioned, mutable signs are more interested in the flow of life. They're less interested in digging their heels in. That's the business of fixed signs. All the, the Taurus people out there, the Scorpio people out there, you know what I'm talking about. Aquarius and Leos too. So it's not about digging your heels in and it's about going with the flow. And so what I'm saying with a lot of astro talk is this is a moment to go with the flow. This is not a moment to be really rigid with yourself. This is not a moment to be hard on yourself. This is a moment to allow yourself to be in the flow. And it's possible that if you allow yourself to be in that space, you will experience some clarity. If you're not experiencing clarity, that's okay too. This is not a clear time. This is a time where lots of spaghetti is being thrown at the wall and we're seeing what sticks. And I mean that as a society, I mean that personally, I mean that on all levels. There's a lot of haphazard information flying everywhere. So the best thing you can do is tune into your intuition, dial down the noise on the outside world and dial up the sound on your inner knowing. And it doesn't mean that you have to take action on what you hear, but it's a great time to sit with your journal and sketch out some ideas and write down some lists and know that you have time. You have time to make decisions. You have time to make choices. By the end of this month, you will have a lot more clarity about what those choices are. Now on the other side of that coin, Venus is sort of interested in making choices this week. So you might have to make some choices. And if you do, 
just trust your gut. That's really the best thing you can do. I think when it comes to a lot of Gemini energy, the best thing you can do is listen and try to tune out a lot of the opinions. There might be a lot of people giving you their opinions. Right now, everybody's really attached to their opinions. Right now, everybody's really attached to their rightness. This is not a moment to be consumed by rightness. This is a moment for you to really honor how you're feeling. Because Mercury square Neptune, at the end of the day, you're not going to have all the facts. So you really have to go with the gut when you don't have all the facts. I hope that's useful. Okay, so the big news this week is that we have a new moon solar eclipse. It's happening on Thursday, June 10th at 6.52 a.m. Eastern time at 19 degrees Gemini. So this is a new moon solar eclipse with the North Node. It is about receiving. And Gemini is our ability to understand things. It is our ability to express ourselves. We are in the process of expressing our new beliefs, our new values. We had a full moon lunar eclipse a couple of weeks ago in the opposite sign of Sagittarius because the south node is in Sag, the north node is in Gemini. So when we have a new moon or a full moon near the nodes, it is an eclipse. And so when we had that full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius a couple of weeks ago, I talked to you a little bit about releasing old beliefs, letting go of the stale, outdated belief systems that were holding you back. We had a lot of letting go, a lot of people leaving. You might have noticed that some people in your life left. You might have noticed that maybe friends left. You might have noticed that people that you normally see at the grocery store or the nail salon left their job and you don't see them anymore. I personally was so upset because the woman who does my manicure in the nail salon under my building, she left. She's been there for 15 years. I couldn't believe it. So this is a moment of a lot of people letting go of some old things that just weren't working for them anymore. And now with the new moon solar eclipse, we're going to see what beliefs are entering. So we are gathering new information with this new moon solar eclipse in Gemini. Gemini is talkative, and you may have heard my cat talking the past couple of minutes. He's very talkative the past few days, and I'm wondering if it has to do with this Gemini solar eclipse because it really came out of nowhere. So if your animals are talking to you, listen and hopefully they're saying something good. I'm pretty sure he's just saying he wants attention. So this new moon solar eclipse is going to help us reframe our thinking. It might help you discover a new way, a new perspective, a new way of seeing something. Eclipses illuminate what's in the shadows. So for those of you, there's probably very few of you that are gonna be able to see this eclipse. But this eclipse, when you have a solar eclipse, it means that the light of the sun is obscured. So the sun represents our ego, our identity. So our sense of self is being obscured. This new moon solar eclipse is giving us an opportunity to reframe our thinking. 
It is inviting you to listen to the messages that the universe has for you. It's inviting you to be open and flexible and curious, all of those things that Gemini is. Gemini gives us the opportunity to see things from multiple perspectives. So I often think about the Rishis. So in um, the tradition of yoga, the sages of the past who wrote down a lot of the things that are in the Vedic texts that we look at as yoga students, the Rishis the translation of that term is seer. So often we call them sages, but sometimes we call those people rishis. And the idea is that they were considered wise because they were able to see something from all perspectives. And so I love that image when I think of Gemini. I think of the fact that there are multiple ways of seeing something. There are valuable perspectives from all sides. And so when we're in Gemini season and we have an eclipse in Gemini and we have Mercury retrograde in Gemini, we're being invited to play with the idea that maybe our version of the truth is not the only version. Our version of the story is not the only version. So it's an interesting time to open yourself up to being curious and flexible. But on the other side of the coin is that south node in Sagittarius. And Sagittarius represents belief and faith and higher learning and academia, as well as philosophy. Oftentimes, when we're working with an eclipse on this axis, we can get really righteous in what we believe. And that's the Sag part. But remember, the south node is in Sag. So we're trying to let go of that righteousness. We're trying to let go of that attachment to what we believe is right and allow ourselves a little bit of space to be creative and analytical and think about things from different perspectives. So if you are, for example, in a confrontation with a friend and you're really struggling to see it from their side, this is a moment to really think to yourself, okay, how can I take a step back from my perspective, take a step back from my rightness and allow myself to open up, be flexible and see it from their side. We're working with Mars opposite Pluto during this eclipse. And that can make things a little emotional. Not to mention Mars is at 29 degrees Cancer. Cancer is a water sign. It is emotional. It has a lot of emotional capacity. It feels deeply. It might not tell you what it's feeling, but it feels. So Mars at 29 degrees Cancer, emotions are surging. People might not be telling you, although with Mercury and Gemini, I think people are telling you a lot. But Mars opposite Pluto, there's some real deep-seated feelings coming to the surface and boiling over because Pluto is unearthing what's below the surface. Mars is anger. Mars is assertive. Mars is demanding. So people might be expressing what they have been repressing for a long time with this eclipse. Again, with Gemini, as much as we want to talk, it's really good to listen. So if you can allow yourself to step back and listen to where the other person is coming from, you're going to learn a lot more and you're going to grow a lot more in this period of time. If you have felt like your voice and your 
uh, perspective has been repressed or oppressed, this is the time for you to talk. This is the time to let go of those old ways of thinking about your value and stepping into your voice. But for those of us that haven't felt that way, it's a time to listen. I hope that makes sense. Because the South Node in Sagittarius is saying that the beliefs that you've inherited from your parents, from your family, from society, that have been with you since you were a child, those might have to be reframed. And that's what we're talking about with this eclipse. We're also working with Saturn retrograde. So how can you revise your structures? How can you revise your boundaries? How can you revise your schedule and look at it from a new perspective? Maybe you play with getting up earlier, going to bed earlier because you've always been a night owl. That's something I've been working with a lot this year. Maybe you play with your work schedule or now that you have the ability to go back to the office, you know, we're revising the structures and the foundations that support us and carry us through life because that's what Saturn does. So Saturn is in this square with Uranus all year. We've been talking about it all year. It is the defining astrology of 2021. Saturn is going to have its second square with Uranus right after this eclipse on Monday, a few days after. So that energy is palpable in this eclipse on Thursday. This is a packed eclipse. There's a lot of emotion in this eclipse. There's a lot of the mental fog from the Mercury square Neptune. There's a lot of old resentment boiling over with the Mars opposite Pluto. And there's also a lot of desire for change, a restless feeling with Saturn square Uranus. So if you feel like you just don't know what to do with yourself this week, I don't blame you. All right. So there's other things going on in the chart this week, and I want to make sure that we touch on those. So Friday, we have Mars moving into Leo. Mars has been in Cancer again on Thursday. He's at 29 degrees Cancer. We're going to be feeling that emotion, maybe even a little bit angry, maybe even a little bit resentful, maybe even a little bit frustrated. But Friday, Mars moves into Leo, and then things are going to feel a lot more fun because Mars likes to be in Leo. It's a fellow fire sign. Mars rules Aries. So when Mars is in Leo, it's like he's at his friend's house that really understands him. So we're going to be interested in following our heart, following our passion. We're going to be motivated to have fun again. Venus is going to join Mars in Leo on June 27th. Then things will really heat up. For now, we'll enjoy the reinvigoration of our motivation, which Mars and Leo will bring us. So on Saturday, Venus is going to square Chiron. This is also palpable in that solar eclipse chart. So this is an opportunity for healing in your relationships and also healing how you feel about yourself because Venus not only rules our relationships and our money, but it's also our sense of self-worth. And it's also aesthetics and our feeling around beauty and how we feel beautiful. This is an opportunity for you to heal some of your own stuff around your own beauty, around your own appearance. It might be an opportunity for you to heal some stuff in your relationships. Again, 
lots of stuff in that eclipse. This eclipse is layered and it's intense and it's potent and it's heavy. So a lot of opportunities to heal here. It might be a time for you to embrace a new way of seeing yourself in the world because Venus square Chiron gives us an opportunity to reframe that core wound because Chiron always represents the core wound, something that's been with us for a very long time. Venus is also going to be having a nice sextile with Uranus on Sunday. So while she is helping you work through some tough stuff on Saturday, on Sunday, she's going to be embracing the change. And that's why I said Venus is really going to want to make some choices this week. She's also out of bounds. So she might step outside the cultural norms that you're used to. If you're feeling the urge, especially around Sunday, to do something that's a little unusual for you, that doesn't really feel on brand for your personality, it might be that Venus sextile Uranus plus Venus being out of bounds. So we're going to pay attention to Venus stuff. We're talking about money. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about beauty and aesthetics and your sense of self-worth. All of those things are going to be up this week. On Sunday, we also have the sun square Neptune. This is more of the fog. It can illuminate some of our delusions. So while on one hand, you might want to step outside your comfort zone with Venus and Uranus, you might be noticing that the comfort zone of fibbing to yourself about what's really going on, that might be illuminated. So sometimes with Neptune, we are being deluded by someone else. Someone else is fooling us, but we have a great capacity to fool ourselves. And Sun Square Neptune gives us an opportunity to see where we might be getting in our own way in that sense, or not being honest with ourselves. Sun square Neptune, it's the ego, the sun resisting the subconscious. So this whole week with everything going on with Mercury square Neptune, you might feel like it's that moment between when you're waking up in the morning and you're not fully awake before you actually get up. There's that sense of rubbing your eyes and you're not sure if you're awake or you're still in the dream state. That's kind of how we're feeling. The sun square Neptune can also take a little bit of a ding at your confidence. So if you're feeling unsure, if you're feeling really vulnerable, that's okay. Sometimes being in that vulnerability is where you're going to find the healing, where you're going to find the truth. And remember, eclipse season is all about allowing yourself to see what's in the shadows. Eclipses are course correctors. If we've been off course, they really encourage us to get back on course because the nodes are always giving us a direction. The north node, it's like that north and the compass telling us generally in which direction we want to be going. The other thing about eclipses is that it really is like the instant pot. If you cook something in the slow cooker, it takes four to five hours. If you cook it in the instant pot, it takes 12 minutes. So any change that is occurring during eclipse season is going to get supercharged and move super fast. So you might be feeling that. And sometimes we need to be vulnerable and in that space of feeling unsure to allow those changes to occur. And then 
On Monday, we have that Saturn square Uranus that I talked about earlier. This is the second time that they're doing this exact square, but they're not really ever out of this square formation all year. So we're really living with that. It's a sense of restlessness. It's a sense of wanting to change. It's a sense of wanting to move forward, but not necessarily ready to let go of the past. And so we're in that space and that's okay. We're in this process of rebuilding our lives. We're all doing it. We're doing it as a society. We're doing it as a global community and we're doing it each individually in our own lives. We're rebuilding. 2020 was about burning it down. 2021 is about rebuilding it. So what's it going to look like? We're working on it. All right. So I want to also mention that while the general vibe of this week's astrology is hazy, unsure, open, flexible, curious, not knowing where you're going to end up and being okay with that. That's a lot of what's going on right now. Being okay with the unknown. There is an opportunity for some intense, serious clarity and aha moments on Thursday after the eclipse, because after the eclipse later on Thursday, we will have Mercury Kazemi, which basically means that Mercury is retrograde. On his retrograde journey, he meets up with the sun. So he enters what we call the heart of the sun, and he is purified. And in that moment, when Mercury gets to the heart of the sun, we often have this aha moment of such clarity, like we can't expect nor can we ask for. It just occurs if it occurs. On Thursday later in the day, Eastern time, after that eclipse, and just pay attention to what's coming through. Again, this is not about making it happen. This is about allowing yourself to receive, allowing yourself to receive the message. So if you can turn down the noise on the outside world and turn up the volume, on that intuition, that inner knowing, that inner whispering voice, maybe you'll find that something comes through Thursday afternoon, evening, Eastern time. So the themes for the astrology this week and what's going on generally, you're still collecting the info. It's okay if you're not certain. You can make choices right now, okay? It doesn't mean that they're permanent. One of the things I like to say to my clients is something I actually got from my business coach. It's everything is an experiment. So if you need to make some choices this week, totally cool. Make some choices and just know that nothing is permanent. You can always change your mind later. It's totally okay. You might make some choices this week that make people go, what? because Venus is out of bounds. And so you might be wanting to get a little out of bounds yourself, especially when she's hanging out with Uranus on Sunday. You might be like, I want to do something a little bit outside the norm, a little off brand for typical me. That's okay. We're seeing the world with new eyes right now. You know, we're all coming out of hibernation. We're still in that process of wiping the sleep from our eyes. We're not sure if we're still in the dream state or if we're actually awake. And therefore, you're not going to know what the end result's going to be. 
but that's okay because the truth is we never know what the end result is going to be. All you can do is show up, do your work, do what you're meant to do, keep your side of the street clean and trust the process. And that's really all we can ever do, but especially during eclipse season. Last but not least, remember that you're not going to know the entire story until the end of this year. In December, we will have the last eclipse on this axis on December 4th. And then later in December, we'll have the last square between Saturn and Uranus. And then we'll go into 22 with a lot more clarity. So for now, trust the process, stay connected to your intuition, show up and do what you can, and we'll get through it. All right. I will talk to you next week again. If you are interested in getting a reading, I have one more slot for June. You can also join online yoga club. If you've been interested in following the moon cycles, we do a new moon and a full moon restorative ritual every month in online yoga club, as well as yoga Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So come on over to my website and check that out if you want more information. And as always, I'm here. You can come find me on Instagram, DM me, let me know what's going on. I would love to know how the astrology is treating you. And you can also text me at 917-540-3401. I text every two to three, maybe four days, let you know what's going on in the sky when the moon changes signs or when something big is going on. So if you want to come on over and join the text community, just text I'm in to 917-540-3401. All right, I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.